Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, taking you back to where it all began. And I'm so glad you tuned in because I recently had the chance to sit down and talk with my friend Pam Mark Hall. Now, she's one of those veteran Christian musicians who began singing her songs about her newfound faith back at the beginning of the Jesus music era. And, of course, sharing those pioneering moments with a host of other female singer-songwriters, including Honey Tree, Jamie Owens Collins, Jannie Grind, Karen Lafferty, and even Amy Grant. Pam Mark Hall was somewhat of a musical prodigy having learned to play the piano by age six, performing and playing guitar by the age of nine, and forming her first group called the Chantels at age 12. The trio of female vocalists sang covers of popular girl group hits by the likes of Martha and the Vandellas, the Ronettes, and the Supremes, as well as original songs written by Pam herself. A year later, she formed a folk group called the Town Folk Singers in her hometown of Oroville, California, and won several local and regional competitions. Now, on this episode of Full Circle, you'll hear her share her journey. I first asked Pam how it all began, and here's what she had to say. This is Full Circle. Well, I started um, playing guitar and writing songs and piano um, when I was nine. It was just a, it was just natural. It was like breathing to me to write songs about what was going on. And before I became a part of the Jesus movement, uh, the Born Again movement, I traveled with a group called Up With People. I was 15 years old and um, I was out on the road singing about, um, you know, really moral principles of that you had to be uh, love, you know, love, peace, joy, and faith. And that experience really led me to the knowledge that um, I couldn't do it on my own. I tried to live, you know, those by absolute morals and, and knew that I couldn't do it. Um, so when I really came to the point where I began to depend on um, what Jesus did for my salvation, then my songs began reflecting that. And the first place that I began singing those songs, I wasn't associated with any Christian group at all. Um, It was during college, and it was during uh, the moratorium on the war on Vietnam, and there were the marches. And so I just got involved with all of that and sang my songs 
on campus during the moratorium that Jesus was the solution to, you know, the wars and um, situation in Vietnam. So I had no knowledge of anyone else doing what I was doing. And that was that was pretty um, exhilarating at the time. You know, it was kind of scary, too. Um, and then uh, I would sing on, there was an underground radio. FM radio, as you know, used to be underground. And there was a, a program and that I used to go on and sing my songs and give my testimony. Now, taking you back to one of those songs Pam would play on that underground FM station. Here's Jesus, I Believe. Just yesterday morning, I was From her first album called Flying, Pam Mark Hall, Jesus I Believe, on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. As a young teenager, Pam was being influenced by the hippie counterculture of the day. Fortunately, she came to the saving grace of Jesus before the negative aspects of that movement were able to get any firm hold on her life. So, she talked about the first time she heard people singing about Jesus using the popular musical medium of the day. On one summer, I uh, went to a concert, and I had found a church by that time that I was going to, and that's how I found out about this concert. And it was Larry Norman and Love Song and Marge Snyder, and it was at Cal Expo in Sacramento, 
And I went to this concert, and I, at that point, I went, this is what I want to do. I had no knowledge that this even existed. And it was that opening act of Mark Snyder that Pam identified with most and helped to shape her own musical direction. Looking back to 1973 with a song that I used to play on my pioneer radio show, Jesus Solid Rock. Here's Mark Snyder, Lord of Glory. My Lifetime Now, Marge Snyder with Lord of Glory on Full Circle. The early 70s was a trailblazing time for those out there on the Jesus music front lines. There was no rule book, certainly no industry. It was really a homegrown effort, with many of the albums coming out self-produced, and if you were blessed enough, it fell into the right hands to gain some national distribution instead of being sold from the back of a van at a local coffee house or, in those rare cases, a church. Now here's Pam to tell us about the impact those early years had on her and on those who heard her music. Yeah, it was thrilling um, because, I mean, it, it was very organic. It came from... You know, this new excitement about sharing our faith and really believing that we could have an impact on our sphere of influence. And again, it took um, those first two albums, which was over a course of three or four years, I really wasn't connected with what was going on down south with Maranatha. So I didn't really have any established relationships with other artists, so I didn't know what they were doing. It was all contained with, this is what's going on with me and God, and 
Hope you like it. We're looking back to 1975, a song inspired by Luke chapter 6, verse 27 through 29. Pam, Mark Hall, and pray for those. And coming up, a song from one of Pam's earliest Christian music mentor and friend. for those. Pam Mark Hall on Full Circle, taking you back to where it all began. Now, if you're enjoying this episode of Full Circle, let me know, as well as check out some of the past episodes when you go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And you can find freshly digitized copies of Pam's recordings when you go to www.myspace.com forward slash Pam Mark Hall. Or you can find them at the iTunes store. This is Jerry Bryant. 
And I'm continuing our look at the journey of veteran Jesus musician Pam Mark Hall in both songs and interviews. We now come to the summer of 1974, where the Lord would take Pam on a path that would lead her to meeting with a person who would become her longtime mentor, John Fisher. During the summers, I got involved. I worked at a place called Forest Home Christian Conference Ground, and I began to lead, lead songs. And at that time, it wasn't worship songs. It was a lot of pop songs that were camp-oriented. You know, I mean, it could be Loggins and Messina. It could be whatever. And then you throw one of your own personal songs in there. And from there, that led to um, youth pastors beginning to invite me to come sing at their retreats. And also, that led me to um, becoming a part of a program that John Fisher put together called Discovery Art Guild. And that program was, um, it wasn't just musicians, it was artists of all kinds, potters, dancers, painters, um, musicians, um, Mark Spolstra. I don't know if you remember Mark Spolstra. He was a part of it as well. And we just studied the scriptures as it related to the arts. John Fisher probably impacted me more than anyone else um, in terms of really diving into the scriptures and embodying those scriptures, interpreting them in my own way you know, into into song. So, you know, I have a, have great admiration for John, still do. And so it was in that context that I made my first record. Well, it was Aslan Records, and that was really a part of Discovery Art Guild. It was funded by people who believed in the mission of Discovery Art Guild. So as on Aslan Records, I produced two records, and John Fisher and Dan Collins um, produced those two records. That was their first experience of producing, and Dan later went on to marry Jamie Owens and producing all of her records. And again, we weren't associated with anyone or any record label. We just did it. And that record, Flying, Amazingly, we got distribution on it, and it went to the top of the charts of the, of CCM, which I had no knowledge of a chart of CCM. It just happened, and it was really sweet. Here with a track from John Fisher's album, Still Life, a song that features Pam Mark singing background vocals, a song that asks the listener to respond to the call of Jesus and open your heart. You've been fooled from the start Why not give in and open your heart See, we're close to the end. 
John Fisher, Open Your Heart, on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, a song that was from an album, a product of the Discovery Art Guild, which was dedicated to the furtherance of quality art as an expression of biblical truth, founded by John himself. I'll continue my conversation with Pamelita, as she is affectionately called, in just a few moments. Full Circle. Full Circle. Hi, this is Pam Mark Hall, and we're taking you back to where it all began on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant, and if you've just tuned in, I'm continuing my conversation with Jesus music pioneer, Pam Mark Hall. We now come to the year of 1977, 
when Pam released her sophomore album called This Is Not A Dream. That album showed her growth as both a songwriter and an effective communicator of God's Word through the musical medium. We talked about a song from that album called Don't Believe What You Doubt. And Pam would later find out through Facebook that this little tune spoke to many believers all those years ago and would come back years later to minister to her as well as she attested to it in her reflection. Full Circle. Full Circle. Uh, well, don't believe what you doubt. Don't doubt what you believe. Because if you do, you're in for trouble, baby. And it's, you know, it's it's really goes off of the scripture of, you know, a double-minded man being unstable in all of his ways. That's really kind of the foundation of it. That um, if you're constantly doubting what you believe, then you're really stuck. And you're really not, you know, the the adventure of faith that you could be having. It'd be easy to try to um, paint a picture to your listeners that, you know, it's been smooth sailing and, boy, I did all these amazing things back then. But I, like everyone else, have experienced a lot of ups and downs. And there have been long periods of time where I doubted what I believed and really was in a, a place of feeling What's the word I want? Um, not not hopeless so much as anger that things didn't go the way that I thought they would, and being disappointed by other Christians and by the ways that they hurt me, and that led to a place of distancing myself from the community of faith, and I wouldn't say turning my back on God, but definitely having more of an attitude of you know this i'm not sure about this stuff about how it works and about claiming scriptures and all of that but the one thing that i can say that even in my times of rebellion that i was constantly aware of god's presence in my life and of his faithfulness even if i wasn't faithful don't believe what you doubt, and don't doubt what you believe. Cause if you do, you're in for trouble, baby. Cause the devil gets thrilled from seeing you take those pills and crawling when you should be walking. Some days nothing goes right, but don't doubt what you saw in the light. If you start trembling with fear Remember that a refuge is near So don't believe what you doubt And don't doubt what you believe Cause if you do you're in for trouble baby Cause the devil gets thrilled From seeing you take and spills And crawling when you should be walking If you let
always in sight You gotta be ready for the fight But you don't have to give in Cause you have got the power to win In 1980, there was a big change for Pam's career. She was signed to a major label called Star Song Records. And her first record for them was produced by jazz artist Fletch Wiley, who was also on the label. The album had a variety of styles, as well as a cover of Bruce Coburn's song, Lord of the Starfields. But the song that really stands out to me from the album is a song called If Ever. I asked Pam about this particular song, so she reflected on what it meant to her when she wrote it, and also how it came back full circle, as it were, through Facebook. It's basically saying, if ever I forget you, never let me sing again. And Debbie Boone recorded the song as well, and she changed the lyric to, if ever I forget you, I'd never want to sing again. I mean, that was a pretty pretty bold thing to pray, you know, of never let me sing again. And to be honest with you, in, in that period of time, I just had no desire to sing, you know, to write. So it, it was not that I felt like God was punishing me, but it just, my spirit was depressed and didn't really have anything knew that I wanted to to share. It's been a gradual process because the hurt was so deep um, of feeling abandoned by the community of faith after my divorce. That was really the beginning um, of my putting the wall up. But one thing that Facebook has done, um, let me back up a little bit, that without um, the internet, it's like You've thrown all of yourself into your ministry. You've put it all out there. But all you've got coming back to you is silence. You have no idea what kind of impact you've made. So I just felt, you know, I'm not making records anymore, so I'm forgotten. And then when I got on Facebook and people were finding me and telling me, you know, they became a Christian because of of my music or of a concert they had been to and and how it had changed their lives or someone who, um, because one of my songs came forward that they'd been sexually abused and that, you know, led to a path of healing. 
I never heard those stories before. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm hearing how even now those songs are having impact. That really, really hit me. And just little by little, you know, in interacting with these people, it just, the wall just started coming down.
Looking back to 1980, Pam Mark Hall from the album Never Fades Away, the song called If Ever. Now, one thing to note is that on the liner notes of the album, Pam thanks Keith Green for his help on that song. And speaking of Keith, here are some of Pam's reflections regarding Keith Green's influence on her as a young Christian musician. Keith definitely had an impact on me, and I'm not even sure how we met. It might have been at the um, conference in Tyler, Texas. Yeah, I think I met him then, but uh, somehow we became friends. I spent a lot of time with he and Melody. So he did impact me um, just in terms of becoming aware of the seriousness of the responsibility of ministry. And I might mention that another thing Keith was very adamant about was the need for Christian musicians to be familiar with Scripture. Here's Keith from his own 1980 release, So You Want to Go Back to Egypt? with the song Romans 7.
Music from the late Keith Green on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. You know, in our hearts, we want to be righteous before the Lord, pleasing in His sight. What a struggle to do what we want to do and to not do what we don't want to do. Now, the good news is we can become what we want to be through Jesus when we're willing to give up trying to be good and just put our trust in the Lord. And once we've entered into a relationship with Jesus, the Father sees who we are in Christ, and He begins to radically change our hearts and lives to conform to His image. That's an amazing transformation. How long does it take? Well, it's a process, and He's always at work. But the secret is that the more we let go of our own efforts and truly trust Him, the easier it becomes. Here's Pam, who put that truth in Jeremiah 17, 7 to music. Blessed is the man who puts his trust in the Blessed is the man who puts his trust in the Lord. Pam Mark Hall. I hope you've enjoyed the transparent testimony of our special guest, just like you and me. 
Pam's journey has had its ups and downs. Times of taking things into her own hands, but eventually learning to lay it all down and put her trust in the Lord again. Now there's one more promise in the next verse of Jeremiah 17:8, And we read that for the man or the woman that makes the willful decision to trust, they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots to the stream. It does not fear when heat comes and its leaves are always green. It has not worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a place I'd like to live. And it's all the benefits that come from trusting in the Lord. Well, we have a lot more, so stay with us and do write me this week at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now, in 1984, Pam had another label change and was signed to Reunion Records, the same label that had Kathy Tricoli, Michael W. Smith, and Amy Grant. The album was called Supply and Demand and featured a song called Reach Out and Love Again. Pam had a few short thoughts on that track for you, the listener, as well. You know, when, when you've been really hurt... Um, it takes it takes a lot of courage to reach out and love again, and that song really talks about that. You know, there is no reaching out and loving again unless the Lord does the loving through you. That I, in a broken state, I don't really have the capacity in in my own strength to reach out and forgive and to love again. With a song that charted in the number 34 spot on the charts during the month of April of 1985, from our special guest, Pam Mark Hall, Reach Out and Love Again.
Come on, everybody. We can't stop now. Reach out. Love again. In Jesus' name. Pam Mark Hall on Full Circle's special episode featuring the music of this legendary pioneer. Say, I hope you'll contact me if you like this show. Let me know what other artists you'd like to hear from. We're working on a show featuring Malcolm Wilde of Malcolm and Alwyn, another show with Kenny Marks, and much more. This is a listener-supported radio show, and as you send your gifts and support our way, we immediately go into the studio to produce another show featuring the classics of yesteryear, early Jesus music. Go to my website for all the info on how to help out. And while you're there, check out past episodes on the playlist, photos, links, and much more. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Hi, this is Pam Mark Hall, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant, and I've been talking with Pam Mark Hall on this episode of Full Circle. Now, toward the end of the interview, I asked Pam what she'd been doing lately, and she had some great news for those of our listeners who've been looking for her first two albums as well as a project she was involved in producing that many may not even be aware of. Well, Flying and This Is Not a Dream were only produced on vinyl. And honestly, the the masters of those uh, albums have been sitting in my closet for 30 years. And they're the only two records that I did that I own the masters for. I just, I'd forgotten completely about them I thought I was done with them. And then once again, through Facebook, people started finding me and saying they wanted copies of them. So somebody had taken the, the album for me and made a digital you know, copy, but it, it wasn't all that great. So I had um, an angel, so to speak, um, enabled me to actually have it professionally remastered and digitized. And um, they believed in the album so much and the messages. So here I have um, remastered and digitized CDs, and they sound better than the originals ever did. So I decided to make a box set of it. And um, the only way that they're being distributed is from my website. And my website is my name, PamMarkHall.com. And I produced a limited number of them, but they're sitting (laughs) in boxes in my house, and I would really love for people to buy them. And one other thing that I'll share, um, one other product that people are searching for and finding me that you can't get anywhere else is my lullaby album that I produced. It's called Goodnight Sleep Tight, and people can contact me, and, you know, I can get copies to them and just to note that album good night sleep tight had some great songs from some of your favorite jesus music artists including dan and jamie owens collins kelly willard john fisher randy stonehill and a couple of duets that pam did with marty mccall of fireworks well i'm going to close this episode of full circle with a song that pam did with folk music legend 
Noel Paul Stuckey called Lullaby Prayer. Now I lay me down. Paul Stuckey on this special episode of Full Circle Jesus Music. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum. Engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.